get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline than a rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd. I will be your host for this episode, every episode. <laughs> and uh, this is actually episode number 29. And we have a little uh, a little something to talk about. And I just saw this this morning. Um, as I'm recording this, it is Tuesday, uh, May 19th. Uh, and I wasn't, honestly, I wasn't planning on, on doing a show at all. Um, but I saw this come across, uh, come across Facebook and then, uh, a couple different news feeds and things like that, that I follow. And, and, uh, the subject that we're going to talk about, I mean, it pissed me off so much that I, I had to talk about it because it, it's the same crap and it keeps happening and it's freaking ridiculous and it's oh god it's pissing me off so much but we're gonna get into it a little bit um first of all i should say that uh if you guys are interested in in uh talking with us or uh or reaching out to us in any way uh just go to ectoplasm show at gmail.com we're also at ectoplasm show on twitter and the ectoplasm show on Facebook as well. So if you guys want to drop us a line, tell us what you like, what you don't like about the show. Uh, tell us if you if you have any ideas for any interesting guests that we could bring on here. Um, I would be be happy to hear about it. So I want to dive right into this because this is oh god, this pisses me off, and I hope it pisses you off too. Honestly, um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and. I'm just going to go ahead and get into it, I guess. Okay, this is out of a, a Minneapolis news feed, okay? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, <clears throat> here we go. Four ghost hunters are facing felony charges for breaking into a historic church in Litchfield, Minnesota. So, yet again, yet again this has happened, okay? Now... As a paranormal investigator and somebody who who takes this seriously, I you know obviously I'm a fun loving dude. I love to have fun and I love to poke fun and things like that. And I you know people poke fun at me and it's fine and I love it. But there's a time to to have fun and a time for seriousness. And damn it, <laughs> I think when you're actually investigating, that's the time to get serious. So. Anyway, like I said, four ghost hunters, felony charges, breaking and entering a historic church, Litchfield, Minnesota. Now, it's uh, the church itself. It's called the Nest Church. It's uh, 
It's been the target of vandals for years now. Uh, ghost hunters have posted YouTube videos of what they say are, you know, confirmed sightings uh, of ghosts at the site. Uh, one video from another Minnesotan. Minnesotan? I don't know what they are. Minnesota person. <laughs> uh, and this was back in uh, 2012. Shows that uh, ghost hunters near the historic church um, never actually showed them inside, but there's a lot of vandalism that they've been dealing with. Um, let's see. It says, Church board members say that there are no no ghosts here, just buildings at a burial site that played a key role in an infamous chapter in Minnesota history. Um, let's see. It says, On Sunday... At 1.53 a.m., Meeker County deputies responded to a burglary alarm at the Nest Church located uh, on the 24,000 block of 580th Avenue. Not that that's really important. Um, While en route, deputies observed a vehicle leaving the area. Uh, The deputies then stopped the car and arrested its four occupants in connection to the church crime. The suspects have been identified as uh, 23-year-old Kyle Huber of Victoria, 23-year-old Todd Sumire of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, 25-year-old Joseph Porter, also of Sioux Falls, and 24-year-old Brittany Roberts of Sioux Falls. Uh, after their arrest, the suspects were taken to the Meeker County Jail on suspicion of burglary and criminal damage to the property itself. Uh, the suspects are accused of gaining access to the church by breaking several of its windows. Come on. They also smashed part of the monument. Now, this is what... Oh, God. This pisses me off. Anyway, they smashed part of a monument that marks where the first five people of an eventual 490 victims uh, of the 1862 Sioux Uprising were buried. Now, they were buried... Uh, these five people were buried in literally t- just two boxes. Okay, they—I mean—they were buried very quickly because there was a Sioux uprising and people wanted to get the fuck out of Dodge. I mean, that's what they wanted to do. So they broke the monument, um, you know, signifying that terrible event. Um, a window of an outbuilding was also broken. An investigation is now determining the full extent of the damage and if there were items taken or stolen, you know, from the church itself. Uh, here's a quote here uh, from a church board member, David Larson. He says, the first five... Oh, okay. So he's talking about the, the, the people that were buried there. He says, the first five were buried here in two boxes, five people in two boxes. Okay. He goes, of course, they had to bury them quick because they had to get out before they were killed. No. Kind of goes into what I just said. Uh, Ness, church board member, uh, says that the videos and the other online postings aren't valid and that they readily give tours of the church to show that there really aren't any ghosts at all. Um, Larson says... Uh, People lived here all their lives, went to this church all their lives, and have never seen any signs of ghosts. Uh, The three male suspects are expected to make a court appearance on Tuesday. Roberts, uh, the female, was released pending further investigation. So they're not quite sure of her involvement. Maybe the guys kind of, you know, took the rap for her, so to speak. I don't know. What I do know 
is that this is a bunch of horse shit. And it it's it's pissing me off. Um There's a lot of people here. Let's see. There's a lot of comments. So (laughs) this one guy, he says, How gullible and stupid do you have to be to believe in ghosts? Too much TV or video games along with multiple bong hits will do it every time. Wow. All right. Want to see ghosts? Just go to the nearest polling place. The dead always vote Democrat. Wow. Dude, people are crazy. But anyway, so those are some of the comments. But I do know that uh, some some people in the paranormal community, some some big names in the paranormal community, have spoken out about this, and you know they're just as pissed as I am, and for good reason, I think. Um, you know, here we are. You know, paranormal investigators. Um, you know, I, I, I consider myself a paranormal investigator. I wouldn't say I'm a ghost hunter. That is a small portion of what I do. I like to investigate all things that would be in the, in the, the genre of paranormal. So that doesn't just include ghosts. Now ghosts are, you know, that's what a big passion of mine, you know, uh, wanting to, to come up with those answers and things of that nature. Um, this is... God damn. Okay, so anyway, as as a paranormal investigator, me personally, I... Like I said, I take this very seriously. And a lot of people don't. Uh, like, as I you know read a couple of those comments, you know, a lot of people aren't, you know, into it. Maybe like you and I are. Um... It's, <laughs> and that's fine. I mean, everybody has their own thing, you know. Some people like to freaking scuba dive. I'm freaking terrible at it, so I keep my tubby ass out of the water. That's what I do. <laughs> but regardless, I do know that you know it's hard enough to get people on board with the idea of of the paranormal. Now it's it's even harder than to get. You know, the the scientific community on board with the even the possibility of paranormal happenings this is the the reality that we face the problem is that we have you know quote unquote evidence or things that we would consider evidence the problem is it's like a bad joke like <laughs> have you ever heard two people talking and they say something or one one person will say to the other oh you know blah 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 the other person laughs or ass off hysterically and you're sitting there because you don't get the joke they're like and they look at you and they're like oh you just had to be there so i call that a location joke you know you had to be there well it's the exact same thing with paranormal evidence you had to be there i could show you anything i wanted to on film I could show you, uh, uh, you know, still photographs. I could show you whatever. But unless you were actually there, you should still most likely be be scratching your head. You know, and wondering, well, could that have been, you know, a trick of the light? Could that have been, you know, some weird freaking dust particle? Could that have been an insect of sorts? Um, things, you know, things of that nature. So, 
Are we ever going to have definitive, 100% definitive evidence of the paranormal? I don't know. I would like to say yes, it's possible. I would like to think that, you know, there is something out there that might just blow people away. But at the same time, there's always going to be those people that just don't believe. And that's okay too. That's fine. But regardless, we just have to keep plugging away and doing our thing and and hope for the best. The problem is with people that are doing certain things like this. They go out, they get stoned, they get drunk or whatever, and then they, you know, want to go and play Zach Baggins for a fucking hour and a half or so. You know, they're going to go out to, like this, uh, an old church, which, you know, the church itself is not even in use anymore. They use it, they, they do use it, but they use it for, you know, family gatherings, uh, for weddings, things of that nature. They don't hold, you know, services there anymore. Regardless, um, they're going to go into this church. They're going to literally break in. Okay. Like it wasn't just like, oh, we're going to open the door. We're going to walk inside and going to talk to spirits and things like that. No, they fucking broke windows. Okay. To the point where there's still blood. Like you can still see (laughs) where they were bleeding on the floor. Okay. (laughs) It's like they straight up shattered a window just to get inside of this place. Now that right there, for them to even claim that they are ghost hunters, paranormal investigators, whatever, that right there just set this field back decades before anybody... And I... um, This was maybe... Shit, I don't know. Two, three years ago, maybe? Tops. Two years ago, probably. Uh, somebody broke into a an old antebellum uh, plantation uh, in Louisiana and set the son of a bitch on fire. They freaking burned down this gigantic, antique, beautiful plantation house. Burnt it down. Now, they also claim to be ghost hunters and things of that nature, and they, the press had a goddamn field day with that, just as they are going to have a field day with this too. Because they are calling them ghost hunters. They're not just calling them, you know, I I don't know. They're not just calling them vandals. They're not just calling them thrill seekers. No, they're calling them ghost hunters. Okay? The label right there says it all. The label that they're giving them right there just put them into the paranormal community. Whether we like it or not, there it is. And now the mass media, which this has, this story has now blown the fuck up, okay? It's not just some local thing going on in Minnesota anymore. No, it's countrywide, if not, or excuse me, if not international by now. Excuse me. Regardless. That right there, those actions, them breaking into places is going to make it even harder for people to ever take us seriously. My biggest thing, what I like to do is I like to help people. I like to, you know, if I get a phone call, um, an email, 
somebody having problems. And if they're close enough for me to drive there, I will fucking drive there. And I will drive there right quick and in a hurry. And I will do my best to debunk the fuck out of whatever it is that's going on. And I will do my best to, number one, put their minds at ease. Okay? That's what I want to do. I want to help people feel better. Because nobody should have to leave their own freaking home. I mean, that's their home. They shouldn't have to leave. Regardless. I want to help people and all that bullshit. However, when this stuff is happening, when people are breaking into supposedly haunted locations because of, you know, local lore and legend and and they're more or less just thrill seeking or legend tripping or whatever you want to call it. How like how likely is it that I will ever get another email or another phone call or anything like that from somebody who's concerned? Because now ghost hunters are put into the the mainstream media as just a bunch of like what vandals possibly. I don't know. But that's how I'm taking it. Like, they're vandals. They just want to break in and get their paranormal rocks off and then fucking go home. So, that's what I wanted to say. I'm going to step off the fucking soapbox. (laughs) I'm going to get off the soapbox regardless. I just wanted to share that story with you because it pissed me off so much. And I don't like it when people do that. It's... It is absolutely ridiculous. It's giving us a horrible name. Not that we have a a good reputation to begin with. And now that's set it back even farther. So I want you guys to chime in on this. Let me know what you think. Let me know what what your take is on all of this. If if you are as, as pissed off as I am about all of this. And maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I am. It's possible. It's very possible. <laughs> Regardless, let me know what you think. Um, and hit hit me up at uh, ectoplasmshow at gmail.com or uh, at ectoplasmshow on Twitter. Let me know what you guys think. Um, with that being said, <laughs> we are going to uh, take a small little break and then we will be right back with some more fun stuff. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. All right, so we are back, and uh, I'm 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 officially off my soapbox now <laughs> with, with all that we've just discussed. But I wanted to get into something else, um, something that's 
I mean, it's kind of creepy, honestly. It's it's a little weird. Um, but as I was scrolling through, uh, scrolling through the Facebook and things like that, as I do, uh, I had a friend of mine who who posted this, and let me see. I'm going to pull it up here. Um, it was talking about NASA and. Uh, what NASA did was they actually made these recordings of sounds in space. Now, it's not sounds like we would typically hear like a sound. This is more or less like like electromagnetic type uh, pulses. But anyway, it says NASA actually recorded sound in space and it's absolutely chilling. Uh, it says, you've probably heard that there's no sound in space, but technically that's not true. Uh, yes, space is a virtual vacuum. However, sound does exist in the form of le- electromagnetic vibrations uh, that pulsate and in similar type wavelengths and things of that nature. Um, what NASA did was design special instruments that, that could then you know, record those electromagnetic vibrations. And then they transferred them into you know, sounds that we could actually pick up with our with our ears. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to play a couple of these, and it is crazy. Absolutely nothing has been added to the files. Nothing has been tampered with in any way. Um, it's, it's kind of haunting, honestly. <laughs> um, but, the, you know, there's like 12 separate recordings or whatever. I mean, it's, it's pretty interesting. So... Um, the first one, the first one that I'm going to uh, let you guys hear, is from the uh, the rings of Uranus. So I'm going to let you guys listen to that. And this is, you know, they have like, God, like 12 minute clips and 10 minute clips. And I mean, for the most part, they're all, you know, fairly similar in nature, but. Uh, I'm going to play this one for you first, and then I'll play another one uh, from the sun. So here's here's the first one, uh, the the rings of Uranus.
right. So, so there's that. Now, <laughs> this I don't know. For me, this is weird because it's it's space, you know, and it's it's freaking creepy anyway. And then you listen to things like that, and it's just like some weird underlying musical score, which is weird too because if you listen very carefully. You know, under the last, I don't, I don't know how many episodes or whatever of this program, you can hear the music and you can hear it right now. But in in some weird way, it sounds, it sounds very similar to to things that we just listened to, and throughout the show, this is what I have in the background usually. Now, I have a a couple other, you know, clips and things that I will put underneath, underneath the vocal track to, you know, just to, it adds a certain ambiance, you know, a certain mood, if you will. And, but it's bizarre because I'm listening to these space sounds and I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, I'm like, this sounds very similar to the track that I always usually, you know, have playing underneath. Um, and you know, whether you notice it or not, I mean, it's, it's there, it's just very low and, and things of that nature. But I found it funny because I was, it's very, very similar in nature. Now, the one that I'm going to play for you next is, uh, taken from the sun. Now, obviously not, you know, in the, on the surface of the sun or anything like that. This is, um, very close to the sun, obviously, um. But this is what they came up with doing the same type of electromagnetic type of recording and then they translate that into you know wavelengths uh sounds that we what we would recognize as sound so that we could actually hear it um but yeah give this a listen because it's this one is really really cool So there's there's that. Now that was like super cool because you know even towards the end there you can really hear like almost what sounds like zapping, you know, zoom zoom. It's it's bizarre. Um and very very cool at the same time. It's almost like you can hear those uh those little sun flares and sun bursts and things like that, you know, kind of coming in 
coming into play there. Um, and of course, like that should sound differently, you know, as opposed to just, you know, um, Uranus or Neptune. And like I said, they've, they did like 12 different recordings, um, of, you know, obviously around our solar system and it, it wasn't just like planets and things. It was, you know, some of the moons around, uh, these planets, um, excuse me, but they even did one of, of earth, you know, and it was kind of like, um, it was kind of like the radio emissions basically is what it boiled down to. Um, there was a, uh, he's from the university of Iowa. Uh, his name is Craig, uh, Kletzing. And he says, this is one of the clearest examples that we've ever heard. He says it's called, what it's called is chorus. Um, and he said, this is, you know, one of the clearest examples that we've ever heard. Um, he, as he explains it, chorus is an electromagnetic magnetic phenomenon caused by plasma waves, uh, in earth's radiation belt. Um, for years, uh, ham radio operators on Earth have been listening to them from afar. Now NASA's twin radiation belt storm probes are, you know, traveling through the region of, of space where Chorus actually comes from. And, you know, the, the recordings are, are really, really cool. Um, let's see. He says, this is what the radiation belts would sound like to a human being if we had radio antennas for ears. Um, and his, this was the same guy, this Kletzing guy from the University of Iowa. They were the ones that actually built um, this EMFISIS. So it's Electric and Magnetic Field Instrument Suite and Integrated Science, uh, which is a receiver used to you know pick up these specific kinds of signals. Um... He's careful to point out that these are not acoustic waves of, you know, that what we would be familiar with. Uh, chorus, as he calls it, is made up of radio waves that oscillate at acoustic frequencies between 0 and 10 kilohertz, which is hardly even there. The magnetic search uh, coil antennas of the radiation belt storm probes are designed to detect these kinds of waves. Um, this is really, really cool. Um, he also says chorus emissions are uh, front and center for the storm, storm probe mission. Uh, they are thought to be one of the most important waves for energizing the electrons that make up the outer radiation belt. Now, this stuff is really cool. Um, and I would, you know, I would suggest... If you guys have, you know, if you have a few minutes, just go to like YouTube. And if you just uh, type in, you know, sounds from Jupiter, uh, sounds from Uranus, and then go in there and click on this, uh, the sounds from, from Earth, you know, I mean, or even just like the sounds of space. And there's one on there that I found that was like, it was like a two-hour clip, which is a little ridiculous. <laughs> so regardless, um, but I would strongly urge you to go and check that out. Um, 
And let me know what you think. Like, it just goes to show you that there are things going on around us that we don't pick up on, that we cannot pick up on. And this is just things that are, you know, audio. Um, But it's this different field of energy that is going on around us at all times that we don't ever necessarily pick up on. We can't hear that, obviously. But it does exist. And the proof's in the pudding right here. It does exist. So, I don't know. I think about a lot of weird things. A lot. And (laughs) most of the time, I'm deep in thought with just weird crap. Because that's kind of my job, I guess. Um, So, yeah. Um, it just makes me think, you know, if, if that can happen with, you know, sound and acoustics and things like that, why the hell couldn't it happen with other things such as what we can see, what we can smell, you know, what we, what we can just basically perceive in any way, shape or form. There's more out there. So all that being said, I would strongly urge you to go check this out because it is absolutely fascinating. No matter what, like, yes, space terrifies me, aliens and all that bullshit, that terrifies me. Which, by the way, yesterday I got I got bored, okay? Um, I was at home, um, my daughter was taking a nap, and I was literally folding laundry, okay? Doesn't it sound exciting? That's what I was doing. And I had this gigantic stack of laundry sitting on the couch and that's where I fold the laundry so as I'm folding I'm like oh I should watch something on television and you know usually I'll try to find a documentary of sorts and maybe uh have it be somewhat productive but I uh I ended up I ended up putting on that movie The Fourth Kind again I watched it and Again, had the exact same effect on me. Again, it was the middle of the day. And it terrified the shit out of me. And, yeah. But if you... Yeah, oh my god. If you haven't seen The Fourth Kind yet, check that out. Um, it's it's on Netflix. Uh, that's the only reason I know. Because uh, that's where I found it. It's on Netflix. Check it out. My god. It's it's a pretty good flick. Um, yeah. And, like, uh, our friend... Marie D. Jones, who was our guest just a few weeks back, uh, she was she played a big part in that movie um, with the, you know, with the researching and the just general help. I mean, she wasn't in the movie, but she definitely helped. So there's that. Now, with that being said, like I said before, I wanted to, I want to do more with this show. I want to take this show to the next level, so to speak. So with that being said, I'm going to be doing some experimenting. Now, the show's still going on. I mean, the show will continue as always. However, if you begin to hear subtle changes or somewhat bigger changes, don't be alarmed (laughs) because it's just me trying shit out. Now, with that being said, I want to know what you guys think. What needs to be changed... Um, and and uh, what you would like to see added to, what you would like to see, you know, taken out of. Just let me know. 
what you guys think of basically of like how I'm doing right now. I um, I have a good friend um, who's in uh, Missouri right now, um, and he is going to be sitting in, uh, most likely via phone, um, but he will be sitting in. Uh, for at least a you know a couple episodes, a few episodes, whatever he wants to do, really, um, kind of like a, kind of like a co-host, but he does have his own paranormal group out there um, in the Kansas City area. They're called Mid Continent Paranormal, um, and yeah, check those guys out too. His name is Jason, and so we're gonna get Jason on here, and he's gonna help out a little bit, which will be great. Um, so when we can get some banter back and forth and it's not just me sitting here talking, but with all that being said, there's going to be a lot of changes. Um, I've even gone as far now. I am enrolled in a, in a course, um, that's kind of teaching me, you know, all the ins and outs of, of this crazy podcast stuff. So I'm, I'm really actually very excited about it. Um, and, you know, with all of that, there might be a sponsor here or there. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to swing this. I really don't want to make money or anything like that with this. I just want to be able to continue to produce content and put it out to you and things like that. So, yeah, I'm not looking to, to cash in or anything like that. So, but... With all that being said, I want you, like I said, I want you to know or let me know what you guys are thinking as far as what you would like to hear um, or what you would like to see changed or stay the same or whatever. Um, and you can do that a few different ways, obviously. Um, I always try to throw out the website a few times or the, the email address, I should say, which is ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. And you could also uh, get on Twitter, which is just at Ectoplasm Show, Twitter. Um, And then we're also on Facebook as well. Now, if you want to just send me a line, um, you can do that very easily. Also, you could just go to joshherdbooks at hotmail.com. And like I said, all of those uh, addresses and things like that. Um, they just come straight to my, to my phone. So usually the second that you, uh, the second that you email or tweet, I should be able to see that within a matter of a few short minutes. And I will try my absolute best to get back to you as soon as possible. So let me know what you think of the show. Like I said, there's going to be some changes coming. Um, Hopefully for the better. And if not, you know, this is just going to be like some trial and error thing. I'm being as honest as I possibly can with you guys right now. Like, yes, I love doing this. Um, You know, when I initially went to school, it was for broadcasting. So I, I know what to do. I know how to do it. But I definitely need a nudge in the right direction, especially when it comes to all this podcasting thing, because this is a whole new world for me. So anyway, I uh, on that happy little note, I will let you all I will let you go and I will talk to you all 
in a week. Everybody stay well, and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. I'm making a rule never to get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw.